welcome, welcome, welcome back to part four of our Where Did You Learn to Behave Like That podcast series. Um, today, my mother and I, Sarah, the author of the book, and myself, Josh, uh, we will be talking, I did it that time, I remembered, um, we will be talking about, um, the, we've, got, we've got a question prepared, haven't we? And the question that I'm going to ask you now is, is the book enough to learn how to be a story guide? A story guide, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's a great starting point, mm. um, especially for experienced coaches. There are many practical um, examples of interventions, um, guidance around process and so on, methods and so on in the book. Um, and uh, those are all placed in the, the broader conceptual framework of doing this work. The piece that is perhaps uh, less well developed in the book is the structural dynamics part, actually, because it's only it's, it's presented as an as an introduction. So there's a whole training that um, that can be done around structural dynamics work, working with behaviours in low stakes, working with behaviours in high stakes, and so on, using structural dynamics to do that. And childhood story work is a real combination of working with that behavioural structure and also then the childhood story. So I think the book um, gives that starting point to use a simple question like where did you learn to behave like that or um, what about your experience right now is you know um, links in some ways to a previous experience or a more formative experience those kinds of questions Um, but I do think that um, further training um, is helpful in order to really understand and apply the full the full model of structure working with structure and story Mm. Mm, yeah so it's definitely because from from where i'm sitting in my less than expert opinion it's um having you know um, reading it currently um it's a fantastic tool and i think it really gives you the it's kind of that um almost that swiss army knife i feel like the book is um that it gives you that initial ability to do everything but absolutely necessary is to continue that training and continue that journey mm. to become a really refined coach of mm. of the childhood story. Mm. Um, yes, I don't think in some ways you can't beat having the experience in the room of um, coaching another person um, in in story work within the context of a learning environment where mm. you're getting live coaching live feedback and so on um, and uh, I've said very clearly throughout the book that I'm not advocating that 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 people en- enter this territory of child story work without the skills um, and support and supervision and so on mm. to be able to do this to do this work safely and skillfully and well yeah um, and uh, we there is a training that accompanies the book which is called Coaching the Childhood Story and that's really interesting because uh, our experience so far in offering that programme and it's been um, running in the UK since the end of 2017 and also we took it to the US for the first time in April of this year is that um, both leaders and 
coaches have participated in that training alongside one another mm. uh, and uh, part of the reason why that's possible is because um, of what I've said in previous po podcasts about the importance of the, the coach doing work on self around their own childhood story so the leader is coming to the training with the primary aim of doing some work on themselves and their childhood story in a supportive environment, learning the model, being able to continue that work beyond the training, uh, being able to inquire of the people that they lead as well. So mm. sort of leader as coach is that, that idea. But their prim primary motivation for coming is to do some work on self and story. And then the coach, their primary reason is a rationale for coming is often to learn the skills of being able to coach the childhood story, um, and yet they're also doing work on self around their own child, their own childhood story, and it's not that we then deliberately bring those two groups together and then they coach one another. It's, it doesn't work like that, but mm. it's more um, more that the program is a place for individuals wanting to do work on their story and individuals wanting to learn how to how to work with others and their mm. childhood stories. It's an organic dynamic yes. within, within, the, within that. Yes. Um, it's, and, and it's very dynamic. Um, so yeah. it's a, we describe it as a live laboratory for learning. So um, we don't tend to work with um, case studies or role plays. Not that there's anything wrong with doing that, uh, but we prefer to work with real live current issues for the people that are, um, are participating in the training mm. and it goes back to what we talked about in part three uh, of um, being in the room mm. you know having looking looking at looking at the a case study through the eyes of the book or mm. through the eyes of the program doesn't particularly enforce that message of mm. a deep knowing mm. or um, mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and it's a the training is a five day residential program, and the knowing the depth of knowing that occurs during that week between people who come onto the program are, is is phenomenal, mm. um, and it's been one of the things that we've received consistent feedback about, which has been wonderful, really mm. great, yeah, really great. And would you say absolutely crucial to that is knowing and understanding this book? Well, yes. Um, so the, the the way of the training um, mirrors the way of the book. So the, the pathway, if you like. So um, what you read in the book is then um, mirrored in the, the, the design of the training um, the and the pathway that that training takes participants on. Mm. So it goes through from, you know, the conceptual foundations um, and the daring to ask, the daring to look the facing the crises um, that can occur, going deep, going deeper into the childhood story. How do you draw work to a close? Um, and all of those kinds of issues that we've been exploring uh, in some way through the podcast series. Mm. I think there's also another thing that's important to say, um, and that is that um, in in coaching, that there is not there's not been a history um, or a practice of um, of coaches working with a supervisor um, in relation to the clients that they work with whereas in therapy 
that's an established practice. It's a requirement in many therapeutic approaches. Mm. Um, and in this chartered story work, we are advocating that practitioners, coaches who um, do chartered story work, do um, work with a supervisor um, a lot, you know, alongside them as they as they work in that way. That's a it's a um, good practice and important uh, in terms of keeping the client safe, the story sharer safe, and keeping the story guide safe as well. Mm. So really, it's a combination of training and and that ongoing supervision. Because mm. there are always moments where um, one might find that you know something there's a dynamic or something shows itself and you feel out of depth or you're not quite sure which way to go or uh, and it's at those moments where actually um, the supervisor can uh, hold out the hand hold out a hand to, yeah. the, to the practitioner yeah and in the training everyone's holding out everyone's hand yeah they? yeah, yeah. The, the, there's a UK group that um, uh, worked together in April um, and they set up a WhatsApp group and um, and it's really active. It's it's great. Um, um, it's really um, touched and delighted to be invited to be part of the WhatsApp group. And mm. um, and it's just been been great. Exactly as you're describing that sort of holding out holding out your hand and um, you know as they um, try things out, experiment with things, have successes um, where maybe something didn't go quite the way that they had hoped. And mm. also it, it it's a there's a strong container that has built up in that relationship between members of that group because of the experience that they shared together um, during that residential programme. Also, within that group and also other groups, um, uh, we have the participants work together in reciprocal coaching groups and some of those reciprocal coaching groups have continued to meet and support one another and work together Mm. um, beyond the beyond the life of the training which I, I just think is great that is fantastic mm. would you say I mean for those people listening who have been a part of your your um, your training that this book in a way is a great way to hold out their hand to someone that they want they think this would be appropriate work for yes I think so mm. yeah yeah absolutely That's certainly what we've been hearing um, I always, I, I just always love just to hear what what people are making of either they've read the book and you know what's resonating, what's what's jarring for them, or mm. what have you. And it's the same with the training. I just, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm advocating some things about a way of work. I'm introducing that you know a way of working. I'm advocating some things about that, but I'm not, um, I'm not advocating that this is the way. Um, um, it's it's a model. Um, and I, what I know about model building is that um, every model improves um, as a result of feedback and yeah. constraint and um, you know it's, so the critical friends that are out there are really really helpful I know that my practice gets better um, this book will be better if there's a second edition in time to come um, we, we've already been learning so much more through doing the training mm. um, with people so um, there will be a second edition at some point um, so um, uh, yeah so that model build building is really important and very much welcomed I think um, someone once said um, the only flawed model is one that asserts that it is better 
um, than another. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I've been through a few of those. <laughs> um, and that's something this one doesn't do at all. No, it's yeah. really about being complementary to uh, uh, the, the, other, the existing models that people mm. are working with in their coaching. Yeah, and it's, that's kind of brings us full circle, doesn't it, to the beginning where we said this is a tool mm. and it goes in the toolbox of a coach mm. um, to use in the most appropriate scenario. I think I, I think of it as a um, as a process, as a way of being, rather than as a tool. Mm. Um, I think there are tools associated with that process and with that approach or methodology. Okay. Um, and the reason that I'm saying that is because of the work that the coach or story guide does on themselves, so that actually it it, it becomes impossible to switch it off or to so it doesn't ever really go into a, a toolkit a toolbox yeah it more becomes a way of a way of being a way of viewing the world a way of reading what's happening in relationship mm. and in interactions and so on so yes there are some tools but it, it in in and of itself i don't think it is a tool no okay interesting mm -hmm. i'd love to find out more about that we can talk more after this. We can. <laughs> we can. Maybe we should record that as well. <laughs> um, no, that's fantastic. Well, please, please do um, give us feedback. Give us feedback for the podcast, but give um, Sarah feedback for the book. Give her feedback for and what, what, whatever your opinions are on childhood story mm. um, on the model on the book on the training if you've been on the training if you're coming on the training ask questions please do and as we say we're, we're talking about feedback feedback is absolutely the most important thing even within during the childhood story work isn't <laughs> yes. it um, but please yes please do get in touch with us um, also if you haven't yet picked up a copy the place to get the book is www.dialogics.co.uk forward slash shop and you can also book the training at dialogics.co.uk yes can't you? yes um brilliant i think that's all we've got time for for this episode um join us next time where you are going to be demonstrating a bit of childhood story intervention mm -hmm. on me <laughs> we'll see how that goes Jeff. yeah it, it might be over really quickly because yeah. <laughs> you know you you know my childhood story well i i do and i don't yeah yeah so more mm. more in the in the final podcast i'm nervous are you <laughs> <laughs> i'm not no no as the, maybe as, i should be no 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 no, no. <laughs> we ha we already have a deep knowing yes there is definitely a deep knowing 27 years of it yeah Definitely, for sure. Come back and that one is sure to be fantastic. And we're, we're really looking forward to it. And we'll see you in the next one. Yeah.